is paradise or heaven or the kingdom already here? The answer may surprise you and challenge what we collectively believe to be true about the kingdom of God, heaven, paradise, or that state of bliss that we're all waiting for or hoping for in the next life, but might actually be closer than we want to believe and be here now. Now, before you judge this message and go, wait a minute, that's not what it says in the Bible, or that's not what it says in this text, or that's not what I believe, stick with me here because I think today we'll uncover some hidden things within each of us that we can all step towards and activate to start experiencing a different version of reality than maybe what we've been raised with or what we want to believe on our own. But when we put our mind together collectively, we find a different truth right there on the surface. Welcome to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. My name is Cub Cooker. My real name's Jacob, but my friends call me Cub, and you can too. So each day on the Cub Cooker Podcast, we talk about faith, spirituality, and last but not least, the paranormal phenomenon that is all around us every single day. Annie says, so excited for this. Thank you, Annie, and welcome. I hope you're having an awesome day. Uh, I have this beautiful piece of AI artwork behind me. Uh, this is the gem tree out of a Buddhist text that we are going to be reading from today, as well as from the Book of Enoch. Uh, and I want to open up with the Book of Enoch. We are in Book 2, Book of the Parables, Chapter 2, The Second Parable. Uh, and this is the standard English version we've been reading from. I don't read word for word because I want to make sure you guys read it for yourselves. But I try to hit the highlights, the main highlights within the short videos that I do and the long podcasts. The Book of Enoch has been kind of a key that we've been using to unlock deeper levels of spirituality and understanding the secrets of the universe. Not just the universe out there, but the universe within each one of us. Uh, King Zale, welcome. Leo, what is up? Welcome. Big Johnson, thanks for being here. Stan Lisa, welcome. Uh, Anissa, welcome. Andrew, welcome. V Blair, welcome. Thank you guys for being here. Phila, uh, Phillips, welcome. Tactical, welcome. James Key, welcome. Greg Boredom, welcome. Thank you. Salt, welcome. Uh, as you guys join, drop your questions. This is a live raw podcast, so I'm able to ans answer questions as we go. Um, and without further ado, let's dive into the text and find out what the book of Enoch has to tell us today. As we get into verse one, it says, and this is the second parable concerning those who deny the name of the dwelling of the holy ones and the Lord of spirits. And into the heaven they shall not ascend, and on the earth they shall not come. Such shall be the lot of the sinners who have denied the name of the Lord of spirits, who are thus preserved for the day of suffering and tribulation. You guys may have heard recently, oh, the tribulation is upon us, all this stuff, all the, the doomsday you know, prophecies. And I talked earlier about those and I posed the question, are those something that humanity is an impending doom upon humanity or are those maybe 
something that we can heed the warning and try to raise our collective consciousness and bring about positive change on this planet and closeness with God rather than having to 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 forego all of these horrible things that you hear about in these doomsday prophecies. The way I read the prophecies personally is more of an unveiling, uh, more of a shift from the 3D earth into the 5D, uh, more of a cleansing of all of the negative things that we've had to deal with throughout the centuries. Um, And a lot of people read them differently. A lot of people believe in a rapture where the good people are taken away. A lot of people believe that the rapture already happened and we've already been caught up to Christ consciousness. Uh, That's more where I tend to lean, but you may have a different belief and that's totally cool. We welcome people of all walks, faiths, religions, orientations, uh, races, doesn't matter where you're from, what you believe, as long as you're here in love and genuine seeking of light, you are welcome. So continuing in Enoch here. Uh, there's a little disclaimer on that because, uh, you mentioned the word tribulation. It evokes a lot of negative feelings in a lot of people. So on that day, mine elect ones shall sit on the throne of glory and shall try their works and their places of rest shall be innumerable and their souls shall grow strong within them that they may see mine elect ones. So that's interesting. Their souls shall grow strong within them. What does that mean? What does it mean for our souls to grow strong within us? That's a very interesting idea, um, especially in contrast to the whole rapture taken away out of here. And then everyone else is just left to uh, basically be destroyed in this big Armageddon type thing. Uh, but for the soul to grow strong within you, I feel like that's already happening now. Thank you, Annie, for the gift. I appreciate that. Um, I feel like that's already happening within me now. And I feel like that's happening with a lot of people in our community. Annie, thank you for the gifts. Uh, Khalid, welcome. The Seven Wonders, welcome. How are you doing? Uh, Sokta, welcome. William Thomas, welcome. Rosti, welcome. Uh, And as we have more people join here, this is a really interesting subject because it does pose the question, is heaven already here and we just don't see it? And you may say, no, look at all the suffering in the world. No, look at all of this. Well, if you look at Christ, everyone says that Christ brought the heavens down to earth. He was the fullness of God. He did not live what is considered a successful life. He was literally nailed to a cross for what he taught and what he believed and what he lived out. Uh, Yet he always found this place of peace. He always went out and did the work of meditation, connecting with Father. He fasted. He did all of these things that were inherently spiritual practice rather than religious practice. And that's the biggest difference that I'm talking about today is you can begin to find heaven is here now when you begin to practice spirituality, how could we hope to step into the kingdom of heaven if we don't step into the kingdom of God within us now, today? That's the work that most people want to do because to get into that kingdom of God within you, you have to strip away all the BS within yourself, all of the flesh, all of the ego, all of the, uh, the hurts and things that you won't let go. You have to truly step into forgiveness of yourself and others. 
You have to truly step into light and love and oneness and service to others and walk like Christ did. And the problem is when people ask questions, well, how do you get to heaven? You're asking the wrong question. You need to ask better questions. What do we talk about in this community all the time? Ask better questions. Ask better questions. Not how do you get into heaven? Where is heaven now? Where is the kingdom of God? Are we looking out there or should we look within? And if you look at the teachings of Christ, you get a much different picture than what the modern church teaches about heaven, the kingdom of heaven, something coming down on a cloud rather than something within each and every one of us right now. Uh, let's see. Annie says, hello, sorry. I don't know much about the gifts. Uh, do they help you? Uh, they do help me. Uh, the gifts are, uh, kind of a way that you can show creators appreciation by, uh, they've rolled out a bunch of new gifts too. Um, and I tend to get more of the tip. They're basically tips. It's like, you know, when you throw a couple of nickels or something, uh, in somebody's hat while they're playing, uh, music, that's kind of what the gifts equate to. So they're, it's like around one or two cents per gift, uh, that the creator gets. And then beyond that, there's different types of gifts. There's some gifts that can actually give the creator like, you know, a dollar or $10 or something like that. I don't know what they all are because I don't get a whole lot of them. Uh, but I really appreciate them when I do. So you're always spot on. You speak the truth. Thank you, Space Case. I really appreciate that. Uh, and I don't know about that. Again, I don't know. I think that's one of the first things to stepping into this is, hey, I don't know. I don't know. And I think with all of us, as I said earlier on this morning's live stream, you know, we get a lot of comments here and I see them on other videos of this is this and that is that. And if you knew this, then you would blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, and, and the Bible says this and God said that. And I was told in a vision by this, that this, you know, you get all these kind of competing ideas. And my thought is, what if, what if reality is what we create collectively and we can shift reality with our consciousness because we are co-creators within the family and the kingdom of God. And all it takes is 1% to raise the vibration and the consciousness of humanity and begin to create a brand new, beautiful earth. Uh, and that's, that's what I actually believe. And that's what I practice. And that's what I uh, believe this community is moving towards, by the way. Uh, you got a lot of people that are waiting for the end. And I read yesterday, and I'm going to read it again now in uh, the Gospel of Thomas. This is one of the best places um, to find some of these truer, deeper uh, esoteric scriptures is to go into the book of the Gospel of Thomas. And if I can even get it pulled up, I don't know why my books app will not show me the books that I've already bought. There we go. Um, okay. He says... Let me go back. It's here. Da, 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 da. Where is it? Sorry, these are live, guys. I know some of you guys have said, get to the point. Get to the point. Well, you're missing the point of a podcast. This is a journey we take together every single day. Um, here's, here's a great one. The disciples asked Yeshua, tell us what is the kingdom of heaven like? He answered them, it is like the grain of mustard 
the tiniest of all seeds, when it falls upon a well-plowed ground, it becomes a great tree where the birds of heaven will come to rest. The birds of heaven will come to rest. And this, I love this. And this this is a message for all the doomsdayers out there. I have them in my family. I love them dearly. But it's always the Jesus is coming. You know, the world's going to, what is it, hell in a handbasket, all of that stuff. You've probably heard that, especially if you grew up in, you know, the kind of Bible Belt area that I did. Um, you know, going to hell in a handbasket. Um, and I have people in my family right now that say that, and they're like, they're looking for Jesus to come and save them and rescue them and take them out of this thing. But in, in gospel of Thomas, it says the disciples ask Yeshua, tell us what will, what will be our end? Tell us what will be our end. Yeshua answered, what do you know of the beginning so that you now seek the end where the beginning is the end also will be. Blessed are those who abide in the beginning, for they will know the end and will not taste death. So really, really good thing to keep in mind, guys, especially when you hear all these doomsday prophecies going around. Doesn't mean that things don't get shook up on the earth from time to time. For sure, I believe that. I believe we see that prophecy and stuff happening. But just remember, like, Ask yourself next time you go, oh, this is it. This is the end. This is all, all the revelation prophecy happening before our eyes. Just remember Jesus saying, what do you know of the beginning that you seek the end? Find the beginning first. Find that place of life first. Does the spiritual realm work under the laws of science and physics? To an extent, for sure it does. Uh, but to our current understanding of science and physics, no, because I think that if we continue our search, uh, through science and physics, we begin to learn more and more and more of the secrets of the universe. Uh, specifically string theory is fascinating. Um, quantum mechanics, the quantum realm. I love studying stuff like that. I'm not a scientist. I'm not that guy, but I am a science nerd and I love to research that stuff because when it comes to metaphysics, the quantum realm is really powerful in understanding the nature of what we are as beings, you know, vibrating uh, pieces of light, essentially. Um, and, and I'm sure I'm butchering the terminology on that, but it's, it's, fan, it's fantastic and fascinating what we can do when we set our mind on it. And I want to share a technique in this uh, specifically for manifesting. And to manifest truly in the spiritual realm and then find it here in the physical realm requires an understanding of where that kingdom of God is. And I'm going to share that in a second. Michael says, strange day. First, I found a hat full of money. Then I was chased by a nut with a guitar. Oh my gosh, Michael. Wow. Uh, yeah, it has been an interesting day. I know for me, energy wise, it's been kind of a weird day. Um, VT says, where can I watch Moonfall? I'm watching it on HBO Max, and I believe it's on Amazon to rent. Um, it's interesting. I won't say that it's like, I haven't found it profound, but I found that it's interesting in the idea of the moon being a megastructure. Like, we don't know what the moon is, really. You know, we've studied it, and uh, they they do repeat a lot of the things that I've read recently in the movie, uh, one thing being that, you know, when we land rockets on it or ping it with rockets, it makes this resonance ringing sound, giving us the idea that it's hollow or even has metallic uh, structures within it. So 
we don't know, you know, uh, all we know is what we know. Right. Um, and probably the truth is always in what we don't know. And that's why I, I love the philosophy of, I don't know, because I don't know allows us to create reality because we're, we're co-creators of this reality. And we have to remember that the matrix was made as a way to blind us and imprison us when really we're called sons and daughters of the most high God co-creators of reality with him. And I think that that is what we totally, totally miss out on. Uh, VT says, cool. Thank you. Energy has been weird today. Yes, it has. Uh, change my username later says that's fascinating. Uh, and then Neil says spaceship moon question mark. Definitely possible. You know, uh, the angels, the aliens, whatever you want to call them, uh, have places where they hide and have places where they come to and fro, uh, before they go in and out of realms. So, you know, we don't know guys, we, we just don't know. Um, and if I can't sit there and reach out and touch it, then I have to approach it with an, I don't know, even the things that I can reach out and touch, I still don't understand the nature of. And that's why I love the gospel of Thomas. It takes us into this beautiful metaphysical place. That's why I love the book of Enoch. It takes us into this beautiful metaphysical place, uh, where we're thinking about the nature of reality. We're thinking about, uh, all of these uh, natures of the cosmos and how things are built. Um, not just built structurally, but built based on these oaths, these agreements, this angelic hierarchy. Um, it's beautiful, beautiful when we look into it. So energy is so, so heavy and tiring today. Substance 777 says, yes, it has been for me too. And it was definitely the last week. I've kind of bounced back a little from it today but I still feel I feel uneasy I have for a while um, and I think that's why it's good for me to do this this type of study today um, let's see that's an interesting idea too inquisitive says uh, that these theories turn out to be correct because we're taught them as fact and then manifest it See, I've seen weird stuff like that too, where things that we knew and I knew when I was younger and I could even, you know, find all that proof of have kind of gone away. And then I find more proof of things that are really non-traditional and one might call that madness. Sure. Uh, but for me, it is that nature of manifesting that, you know, as we ascend into higher consciousness, then you're going to see where there's people over here that uh, they're at a lower frequency and they're going to be not just convinced, but it's really is their reality where certain things are certain things in the hierarchies. Um, and then for people at different frequencies, the higher frequencies are going to experience reality in different ways. And it, it really is like shifting into that 5d earth. I don't understand all the 5d earth stuff, but I find it really, really fascinating. Uh, Michael Sexton says more espresso. Yeah, yeah, that's what I need. Definitely. Definitely one of those days. So change the music, change the mood. That is very good. That is very good because we have to remember, guys, music is not just what you listen to on your phone, on the music app or on YouTube or whatever. Music is everything, every word you say during the day, every action you take, every thought you have, every vibration, every 
friction, every everything that you experience in this physical world is music for the universe. And you're either going to start harmonizing with higher frequencies or you're going to harmonize with lower frequencies. And then if you're in a higher frequency and you come across a lower frequency, it creates dissonance. You can feel heavy energy. You can feel, um, you know, uneasy. You can feel stuff like that. And so I've been struggling with that uneasy feeling for a while. I haven't pinpointed like what it is. Um, is it because I'm trying to shift into a higher frequency right now? Probably so. I know there's things that are holding me back. I know I have a lot of control right now. I know I need to let go and let God and flow into some of the success with this, specifically what we're doing. Uh, you know, I've been on that like shadow band thing or whatever on TikTok for a while now uh, because I used a song that they listed and got hit with a strike on that. And it's been like killing my account ever since. Um, I don't understand why. Why would they put a song on that was there? It was a popular sound. And then I use it just like other people do. And then now all of a sudden that video was flagged, taken down. I had to go correct it. They said action was going to be taken against me. I get it corrected and then still no views. Like I post videos and there's like nothing now. And we were growing by several hundred people a day there for a while. And then some weeks we grew by like thousands. And there was one week we grew by over 10,000. So I don't understand. Like I'm still trying to put out good content. The biggest thing that I've done is like, hey, you know what? Forget their music. I make my own music. The words I'm saying and the truth I'm speaking are going to ring out and find the vibration of the community that we're speaking with. And so that's my new thing is like, I'm done using music. Fine. If I'm going to get hit with, with a strike for that, I'm, we're making our own music here. We're finding that vibration. And that's, what's really interesting here is their souls shall grow strong within them. And they, uh, when they see mine elect ones, so the souls shall grow strong within them. How many people have felt that even when you feel uneasy and you feel energies and stuff like that? Have you felt your soul growing stronger within you? I've felt my soul aging. I've felt it graduating. I've felt it uh, becoming larger and deeper, guys, deeper, deep and wide. I've felt my empathy deepening. I've felt my emotions deepening. Um, things that I could normally glaze over before just break my heart now, like to the point of tears. Uh, so like that, that shift, yes. Ah, shifting. Yes. Uh, that, that depth within me is really growing and it's really interesting. And I'm continuing to seek heaven. I'm continuing to seek paradise. I'm continuing to seek the kingdom, but here's what I'm seeking. Number one above all, and this is what I think we should all be seeking right now, because within this word is everything is shalom peace and love. And the idea of that, I did a whole study on the word Shalom, uh, a long time ago when I did like the Bible channel. Shalom is a very deep blessing. It's a very deep concept. It's peace and love together. Uh, it's imparting of that peace and love and receiving it at the same time. It's, it's a beautiful, beautiful idea. And so when we're looking for this kingdom, we're looking for this heaven, we're looking for this grow. Uh, uh, what I'm going to read in a minute is a grove 
of crystals and trees of gems. Like, what is that? You know, we see these crystals. I've got a salt lamp behind me. They say they have memory and they're like ancient computers and stuff. Well, if you charge them positively and you had a tree full of them that's taking all of that positive love and energy in the universe and funneling it back around people and all you are in is a state of bliss around that, what an incredible place that might be. And we forget that we have this pineal gland within our mind that has little crystals in it. They resonate. They can receive and send signals. We don't even know what it does scientifically, really. But we know that the ancients revered it. You have the eye of Horus. Who is Horus? Christ. Same basic story with some differences, but... um, It's amazing, guys. It's amazing. Even when Jacob wrestled with God, he wrestled with Yahweh. It was the flesh versus the spirit there. Jacob's ladder, he saw the angels going up and down the ladder. He said, I will call this place Pineal. You see the ladder? What's that ladder? Look at your own genetic makeup. Is your ladder going to ascend so the angels can run up and down it and you can go back and forth between heaven and earth seamlessly? In fact, at a vibration so much where you're bringing heaven down to earth. Again, people argue with this because it's like, hey, well, what about all the suffering? I get it. There's suffering in the world and I cannot fix the entire world. But 1% of us can raise the vibration and begin to build communities, faith structures, and new systems that actually bless people, love people, and lead people into the ascension of Christ. And I really believe that, guys. I really do, for better or for worse, I really believe that. And I really think that the more I study these texts, they're all saying the same thing. They're all saying the same thing. So as we continue in this, yes, and Annie said, uh, graduation of the soul. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Somebody said, we're always learning. Ascension, yes, amen. Um, Change my username. Let's see, where was their comment? Uh, Let me see. Thank you so much. This is the first place I've said it out loud, and I feel encouraged. Uh, First I go, first let go of those restrictions. You don't have to tell your church. Yeah, there you go, absolutely. Uh, Where are your restrictions? Change my username. Sorry, there's a lot of comments here. I've uh, been trying to open my third eye, but my church is against it. So it's kind of a secret. Hey, you know, the church is against that. And here's why. Here's why. Because when your third eye is opened and you see through the matrix and you see the spiritual fruit around you and you start manifesting that, you don't need the church. You are the church and the people here and the people around you, your neighbors, your family, you have a church built in. And you no longer need to go to a building to go hear a message that's someone else's interpretation that's been bottled and packaged based on centuries of indoctrination. Because now you can read the text and you become your own guide because the truth of the Logos of God, the Son of God, the Christ, the Krishna, the Buddha, the Horus, whatever you want to call him, is within you. VT says lots of hands up. Amen. So much love to your church, but, uh, sorry, as I hit the microphone, much love to your church and my church and all the churches in the country and the world. But that system is the system 
that's a part of that beast system that everybody's so afraid of. It's, it's already a part of it. The beast system is a religious, monetary, and governmental system. And it's all a part of the same thing. They're all feathers on the same bird, and that bird is not the bird that you want to be riding on. Or not the bird I want to be riding on. Because I don't need the bird because I have the spirit within me to already connect. I have all the technology I need right here within me to connect to truth, light, love, and create beautiful realities. And we all do. We all do. Uh, this is nice uh, from a disgruntled Southern Baptist raising. Thanks. Terrence, welcome. Welcome. We've got an incredible community here. Incredible community. We, we have had a shift in this community where when I first started doing this, I got heretic and evil and new age and all this stuff. And I still get some of those comments, but at first that was all I was getting. And we had like a small community that was saying things like you guys are now. And now we've shifted back to like 80% of positive people, uh, that are finding truth in this message, finding light, finding love within this community. And we're building something incredible here, guys. And I fully intend for this to be millions of people strong. Millions. Not hundreds of thousands. We've we've already hit, we're at a quarter million right now on several different platforms. I'm talking millions on each platform. Everywhere this has a presence, that many people finally waking up, finally saying enough is enough with all of these old systems of religion. Nothing against them because they all have truth in them. But it's all been hijacked for a mode and a mission that is not necessarily the mission that the Ascended Masters came to enlighten us with and that Christ was actually nailed to a cross for. So, I believe this is going all through the cosmos, making a ripple in time and space through what we're doing here. And we're not the only channel doing it. There's others out there, and we're going to start partnering with more channels that are doing the same work. And we're going to have gatherings of people that are doing the same work. We're going to have festivals of people doing the same work. We're going to start doing, like I said this morning, we've got a Zoom group and an academy opening that's going to teach and explore these concepts even deeper with testimonies from people in the community all the concepts and the methods that I use to study and define this type of enlightenment. We're bringing all of that back to the surface. Now it's all bubbling up. They keep shoveling dirt over it with centuries and it still bubbles to the surface guys. It always rises. It always rises breaking the walls or the matrix. Every new believer. Amen. Annie. Amen. Uh, I'll come to the festival. Change my username says awesome. 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 Uh, yeah, I'm hoping we can put something together next year. Uh, that's the plan, just depending on how quickly this grows and what type of resources we have. Everything you guys buy from the shop. We've got this shirt in my shop. Uh, I've got posters of my artwork. Uh, we've got uh, all kinds of cool stuff over there, including my book, God-Given Gifts of Brilliance. If you want to go ahead and immediately this weekend kind of take a virtual sit-down with me, God-Given Gifts of Brilliance is my book. It's an audio book. It's five hours of me narrating the book. It's a Christ-centered walk through your personal path to success. And I will challenge you in that book to look at every event in your life, both painful and positive. Look at them as pathways leading to the one pathway to start to look for the markers of serendipity in your life. I even talk about a giant stone rock that I came to in Colorado 
after we had this horrible camping trip. We were supposed to be gone for two weeks. We had bought a new camper, supposed to go to Montana. It was in the height of the pandemic and could not even get near Yellowstone. It was four hours just to get to the gate and then another several hours to get to any landmark within Yellowstone during the height of 2020. And it was absolutely a nightmare. But on that nightmare led me back to Colorado, which is where I believe we're going to be building our spiritual facility where we can have our festival grounds, all of that stuff. Dreams, dreams, dreams. Dreams become reality, though. And uh, on that hike that we took our dogs on, there's this beautiful giant rock structure. And it's just like a huge monolithic stone where you can kind of sit on it and stand on it. I'll try to show a picture of it sometime. But I write about that in the in the book where it's like even all of these pathways that like we may feel like we lost a lot of time on our walk or made a lot of stupid decisions. Um, maybe that's just me, but I bet you everybody in this chat has that testimony. All of that stuff led us to that rock, to that marker of you're on the rock now, my child. Keep walking. And my book will blow your mind. Everyone that's gone through it has absolutely loved it. Uh, it is a Christ-focused one, so I focus it for more of a Christian theology in there. But it doesn't matter what theology you follow. I promise you'll find truth and enlightenment in it. And if you don't like it, you can return it. I've had one return out of all the people that have bought it. Just one return, so I'm cool with that. Uh, do you read uh, from other lost books other than Enoch, or is Enoch your favorite? Jamie, I do read from other lost books. I just finished uh, Gospel of Mary Magdalene, which is fascinating, fascinating, because in that gospel, there is one line that is challenging to every faith or religious system we've built on this planet. And it's where Christ tells Mary Magdalene that the secret is that there is no sin. You created sin with your laws, with your rules. And that if you go within you, that's where the kingdom is. And that's where love and peace and joy is. And I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but it's fantastic. Uh, and it's a really deep study of the divine feminine and how special Mary Magdalene was to Christ. Uh, obviously, if you know the Dan Brown theory, they were married um, in that theory. I tend to agree with that because I'm, my Savior doesn't need to be celibate for any ridiculous reason. I'm sorry, but... Uh, I have no issue with him having a family. I have no issue with him whether he rose from the dead or survived the crucifixion or whether he was born of the Virgin Mary or he was adopted by the Virgin Mary. I don't care. He has a million things that I can learn from him and the other ascended masters. Even the Buddha I'm learning so much from right now. And it's all the same. The whole, the, the concepts are all the same. You know, the best way to conquer anyone is divide them. And unity has even been threatened by a lot of these systems saying, well, that's where, you know, Lu oh, Lucifer, the light bearer, it looks like light, but it's not. So I'm just telling you guys, and I said it earlier, look at where the fruit is. You can look at a tree, look around the tree. Is there fruit there? Are there people getting healed, getting saved? Are there people that are, and I'm not talking saved like, okay, I need Jesus in my life. I'm talking saved on, all right, I'm done. I'm done with all the BS. I'm ready to find love and light and oneness. I'm ready to step into the kingdom and I'm ready to start blessing others because I'm done. I'm done with all of that. I'm done with all the old life. And we've got people on here. I have people message me all the time 
struggling with this or that. And the struggle, of course, we'll always struggle with things because we're in this flesh, right? But we can begin to transcend that when we focus on the spiritual. And that's exactly what we hear about in all of these scriptures. So uh, the concepts are not all the same. You're vulnerable to be deceived, man. See, there you go. Good. We got one of those comments. It's not a good live stream till we get that. Yep, I am deceived. I've been deceived into finding the light. I've been deceived into breaking free of the matrix. And I've been deceived into creating a community of love and oneness and unity. So if I'm deceived, then I don't want to be uh, anything else. So uh, Because the world always wants you to believe that type of thing. And yes, the concepts are the same. If you go read Buddhist texts, go read Hindu texts, uh, go read Christian texts, Muslim texts. Um, go read the Egyptian texts, go read the Sumerian texts. All of those concepts are so similar. Even the pantheons of gods and then the idea of like a one true spirit God, uh, the ascended masters coming in light. It's fascinating, guys. Oh, Israel, what's up? Uh, hello from Israel. Welcome. Welcome to the community. Uh, we definitely have a global community here, which is super, super cool. Um, and then Annie says, I will be deceived with you. Thank you, Annie. God bless you. God bless you. Uh, so she must have been, um, uh, let's see. What about the gospel of Mary? Uh, I loved it about his, uh, bathwater used for healing. Uh, yes. Um, uh, it's, there is some incredible, incredible stuff in the gospel of Mary Magdalene. Um, and I've done, I'm in the commentary on it now. I need to go back and listen to all of the uh, scriptural part of it, but I listen to a lot of books. So I normally listen to a book three times before I bring the concepts forward. That's just kind of how I am to try to make sure I get it because I paraphrase a lot. So I want to make sure I get the essence of everything right. Um, uh, Rinjin says, I never said you were deceived, but vulnerable if you think say uh, Catholicism is the same well actually on the so my wife is Catholic and so honestly the core of Catholicism is seeking that love and that light and that truth and that oneness however the systems around that you know that's the problem is like what's the nutshell around it what's what's that protective casing around the truth and how many people are between the people and the truth um, and so one of the rules, this is one of the rules that I truly believe of the cosmos is that truth must be shown in everything, in everything. doesn't matter what deep, dark lie you look at. Truth is there and you can see it because you are in truth. Um, and so that's where I'm able to read anything and find that thread of truth in it and not be threatened by it. Um, and I think that that is, yes, the system is the problem. A absolutely. Absolutely. That's why I try not to create systems here. I'm, I try to teach the method of which I approach all of this, but not like a system to do one, do two, do three. That's why we have so many different episodes. Sometimes they're seemingly random. Sometimes we stay on one subject longer. Um, but this is an exploration and an evolution rather than, Hey, learn my system to be a spiritual guru like some of these guys do. Um, or, you know, this is the way, the truth, and the life. You know, I've heard that a thousand times, guys. Like, you know, Jesus is like this commodity that's been uh, branded by the system for so long. And I wondered why I couldn't fall in love with Jesus. 
I really wondered until I met the Christ. The Christ is not bound to a body. The Christ does not go by a certain name. The Christ is present in all of these beings of light that have manifest in the world. And by the way, come to tell us that we are sons and daughters of God and we are beings of light and we are part of that kingdom um, and that we are two Christs. Okay. And I said that earlier, he didn't come to create a church. He came to create Christ's seeds of the kingdom that grow. Sow them. Do you have fertile soil? Or are you hardening your soil saying, nope, no, I need this process. I need that doctrine. I need this belief. I'm not comfortable if I can't hold on to that. Yes, the control. Absolutely. Uh, I have no idea what that word is. Anthropocoptic. I don't know what that is. So, no, I would not be familiar with the anthropocoptic. I'm sorry. I'm, you know, y'all are smarter than me, guys. I love y'all. Uh, I have no idea what that is. I've never heard it. So, um, and he says, that's not vulnerable. It's discernment. Yes, definitely discernment. So, um, anyway, so I'm also not here. Don't get me wrong. I'm not here standing against any of these faith systems or religious systems because I promise you millions will be saved out of these millions will be saved out of these. Um, we are a multi-faith community here, guys. We have Catholics, Christians, Jude, uh, uh, Jews, Islamics. Uh, we have how we have an Egyptian in here that, that is like an Egyptian, uh, magician. We have, um, we have some incredible, incredible people in here. And so here's what's cool about it. Here's what's cool about these systems. While they may seek to take our power, they are all giving us an angle of this truth that inherently has power and may actually raise us up in certain spiritual gifts to use for the glory of the Most High. So don't discount because everything we interact with anyway just by existing in this matrix, you already interact with the beast system. You just do. doesn't matter where you are in the world or what you do. If you've used money before and you've been to any type of organized whatever, you're interacting with it. Unless you live next to a stream in a tent that you built and you never had a cell phone and never had to go buy, sell, or trade anything, then you've probably interacted with the beast system. That's just my my point of view on it. So with that said, a lot of people in the comments say it's the church's fault. It's the government. It's the whatever. And I'm not even here to say that guys, because I'm saying what they mean for our harm will actually benefit us for our good. He will take that, which is against us and turn it for our good. And so don't forget that, uh, because blame is a really bad game to play. Blame is a really bad game to play. That is not a high vibration and all of these conspiracy things going on online, I really try to avoid over here because we want to make sure this channel is protected and we want to make sure that we don't lead people into that frequency of anger and abandonment. And that's the biggest problem with a lot of these things on, well, it's this, this denomination or it's this type of whatever or this part of the world or whatever. The blame game does not bear fruit. Trust me. Trust me. Annie Logan says, and multiply. Yes, absolutely. Um, that is true, Jamie. You know, uh, Christianity, 
um, has a lot of that doctrine of Christ is the only way. And while I believe Christ is the only way, how does he save everyone? How does he save everyone? He saves everyone by coming with many, many names, many names. Because I don't believe that I have a God that would just pin it on one name. You have to believe in the name of Jesus. When we know that wasn't his name, his name was Yeshua or Yahusha or something like that. Um, and really it was, I think it was Isa, um, I-S-S-A, Isa. Um, and so, you know, we, we, we don't know, right? So like, how do you even know? It even says in the Bible that he's been given a name that only he knows, that only he knows. So if it's by that name, right? And it, and it's like him, that name, that person is the only way, then that's inherently a problem. And yes, I do recognize that problem because I've come from that culture. I literally grew up in a, um, fundamental evangelical homeschool group uh, and love to them. But I've watched some good, bad, and ugly happen to the people in that. Uh, some are super fundamental still. Some have gone really, really far the other direction. And then like me, I've kind of yo-yoed back and forth and then kind of started to resonate, you know, at a higher frequency up in here. So um, thank God for that because, you know, I've, I've had a lot of pain in my life because of those limiting beliefs. And so for me, again, Christ is not a person. Christ is the logos of God, the divine expression, which is me and you. And that to me is the message that unites the world and saves the world. So that's the message for today. Is heaven here? Is paradise here? I don't know. I can't tell you. Only you can make that decision and decide whether to step into it or not. Only you can decide that. Does that mean all the pain and suffering are gone? No. But how can we expect to step into a true paradise where there's no pain and suffering, everything is bliss, and we are really with the beings of light and become the beings of light that we're supposed to be if we can't find the kingdom within now? Look at the life of Christ. He had he had a really, really hard life. Yet he absolutely transcended that. And he taught us how to do that too. And most of us don't have it even 1% as bad as he did, even on our worst day. And yet we complain the whole way. I did it today. I complained today. You think I'm perfect? Nope, I complained all day. No, not just complained. I was pretty PO'd this morning. I was pretty complaining. I was pretty upset. Had to do things I didn't want to do. People that should know how to do things didn't know how to do them. My dogs were acting goofy. And not just goofy, my little dog threw up all over my car. All over my back seat. But I complained. And I did not find heaven. I did not find peace. But I come back and I speak these words and I meet with this community and I find that. And that's the only thing that I'm trying to teach here is that unity and finding that kingdom. I'm going to read uh, from Wisdom of the East Buddhist Psalms. 
verse 46, it says, He that seeketh refuge in the kingdom of the infinite one is a citizen of the kingdom of every Buddha. Let him that is set free with single heart give praises unto the Buddha, for in doing so he praiseth all. The faithful believer at the moment when he rejoiceth in the sound of the name of the infinite one hath revealed unto his very eyes the Buddha of light. So one could translate that. And I'm not Buddhist here, but I'm reading this with a universal Christ mind, a universal chrism mind, anointed mind, a universal anointed mind. That the faithful believer at the moment when we, re- we rejoice and we praise, we praise and we have gratitude, thanks and love. In the sound of the name of the infinite one of the father. Our eyes behold the Christ of light. Let him that have faith praise the virtue of the divine wisdom, the divine mother. Let him strive to declare it unto all men that he may offer his thankfulness for the grace of the Buddha or the Christ. Do you guys see the beautiful similarities here and the universal truths that are just under the surface? What does esoteric mean? It means hidden just under the surface. It means it's a deeper meaning. It means peel back the layer of the onion a little bit and you'll see the beauty inside. Uh, MKH says, please read into Emmanuel Swedenborg. Just type the name onto YouTube. It explains so much. Okay, I'll do that right now um, so that I don't forget. Emmanuel Swedenborg. Okay, cool. Um, I will look that up later. But for today, thank you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you guys. Um, okay, Rudolf Steiner, I will look into that too. Thank you very much. Um, thank you guys for being here. Being here. Uh, Julie says, who is the woman in Bell and the Dragon? I have not read Bell and the Dragon yet, but I want to. I want to, and I promise we'll get to that stuff, guys. Um, God willingly, we, we're just going to keep this going and growing. And I'm going to read all those texts that you guys want to. We're going to read Buddhist, Hindu, uh, Christian, Jewish. We're going to read uh, Sumerian tablets, the Emerald tablets. We're going to read the Tibetan Book of the Dead. We're going to read the Egyptian Book of the Dead. Uh, we're going to read all of that stuff. And by the way, those Books of the Dead... Uh, just because they're used in burial ceremonies don't mean that they don't contain life in them. Some of the scriptures I've found in them are absolutely amazing, and it's for the living. It's for the living. So, uh, Double to Victory says, I just want to say God bless you. Thank you very much. Um, and then Change My Username says, Whoa, those sound fascinating. They are. They are. And that's why I want to finish Enoch. I just, I'm. I'm weird that way where I like to just plow through a text and, and try to get everything we can from it. And then as we start going through the next, like we can do the compare and contrast. Obviously, I jump back and forth. I've been reading uh, Enoch and then uh, the Buddhist text, which is uh, about the Buddha of light. It's called Wisdom of the East Buddhist Psalms. And it's an uh, ancient Japanese text uh, that's really, really beautiful. And to me, just has so much of the father, the mother, and the son in it. Like the same mythology, the same, uh, you know. Obviously, there's little differences between all of this. But you have to remember, culturally, there's going to be differences. And maybe, 
something was revealed to certain peoples that it wasn't others because of their culture, because of their openness to it. So we need to keep that in mind too. So, But how do you find heaven today? Go within, have a large mind. Don't think with your brain, think with the divine mind. And that's where true beauty and true heaven begins. Because if we can step into it now and manifest it to others, then surely we can enter through that small door to the kingdom of heaven in the next realm, or maybe even just seamlessly shift without knowing it. I love you guys. You have an awesome, awesome day. Thank you for the great, great comments back and forth. Don't forget, if you guys want to support me, you can go over to www.cubcooker.me and check out the merch. I've got my shirt that I'm wearing over there. Here's that shirt. This is called the Prayer Portal. It's one of the first designs I made. Still one of my favorite ones. Uh, It's kind of hard to tell with the shirt just on one side, but it makes a, a big circular portal as Christ is praying in front of that portal. I think it's absolutely beautiful. And we have a ton of other graphic tees over there now, uh, which are really cool. This is a brand new one, the Christ consciousness uh, of Christ meditating here. So um, I love this one too. And this one's only $30. The full prints are $70. But you can use the code today if you want one. SHIP FREE, S-H-I-P-F-R-E-E, all caps, that's the coupon code ship free and you'll get free shipping on your whole order. So the only thing I suggest these shirts run more true size because they're cotton and then these run small. So the one I'm wearing is a three X and it still is, is a fitted type shirt on me. Um, the other ones like the cotton one, I can wear an actual two X tall in this one. And these are in tall sizes. If you guys have men in your life, They're a little bit taller. I'm doing these in the colors to match the design. This is in this gorgeous royal purple, one of my favorite colors. We've got another one that's about the kingdom within, and it is a royal blue one. So I'm trying to match the tonality of the colors. I put a lot of design into everything I do. That's At heart, I'm a designer. I used to do lighting design, set design. Then I had a film company. Then I had a marketing company. And here I am now, a spiritual TikToker, YouTuber, Facebooker, content creator, whatever you want to call me. I am so blessed to do what I do. I love you guys. Don't forget, find Christ within you. He is the chrisen one, and you are the chrisen one because you're anointed by him. Whatever name you want to call him, I'm not here to argue semantics. Just find that love, that logos, that divine expression in you. I promise it's there, guys. And within that is so much healing, so much love, so much unity. And all the other stuff starts to melt away. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. I love you all. Peace, love, and light.